I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to episode 101 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on February 19th, 2014, and my name's Dan Gorman. Yeah, I heard if you played Revenge of the Nerds 3 and TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool at the same time, they sync perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Casey Lyons. You look so pale. You look like you've seen a ghost. Or... A vampire? <laughs> I'm Greg Legros, and you put a shiv in my partner. You know what that means? All winter long, I gotta listen to him gripe about his bowling scores. Now I'm gonna bust your ass with those three bags, and I'm gonna nail you for picking your, pe- for your feet in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one episode over 100. Yeah. We made it. Like, and, I don't uh, understand fractions, yeah. right? <laughs> I've just checked out at this point. Yeah. Just phoning it in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the plan all along. Greg's right? like literally a sitcom, on the right? Once right you now. hit 100, then it's yeah. just uh, you're good for reruns. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're in syndication yeah. now, <laughs> if I understand correctly. If I, yeah, if I, if Next I, week, Dark Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers again. <laughs> uh, we got so much to talk about. We got Film Roulette. Two of us went and saw Robocop, the remake, while one of us went and saw Winter's Tale, a lovely romantical movie for the uh <laughs> valentine's day week that we had and then we're gonna roll to see what happens next week in film roulette and we're gonna play some serial swap cage match talk about some airwolf later final. and more the yeah. final what airwolf no the final of oh the final right match yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good Sorry. so sweet listen in for that but first so sweet uh-huh. let's talk about some stuff off the top Casey right. and I, speaking of Valentine's Day, yeah, we had ourselves a little Valentine's Day date. We had a little date, date going, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, last yeah. Friday. Yeah, I'll have you know, we went. Well, we went to our movie, and Dan got a little handsy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, well, I had you just gave him a little handsy, did you? I gave him a little handsy under the uh, under Dan the popcorn. Well, I j- I just watched well, Diner nice. recently, and I was like, <laughs> I should stick my dick in this popcorn. Yeah, yeah. It worked. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, we went to the Royal and saw Horror Remix Love. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah, this was your first Horror Remix experience. It was. Yeah. And so I fell in love. If uh, the it. listeners don't know, Horror Remix is a uh, thing that the Royal has been doing. They've been bringing it over from Texas. Uh, it's formerly of the Alamo Draft House. Basically, they take a bunch of movies, chop them up, t- 
trim the running time down from an hour and a half to like 20 to 30 minutes and then intersperse a lot of other thematically related clips from other movies. It was fuck it was it wasn't as good as some of the other ones, but it there the stuff in it that was good was all timer. It was yeah, it was my first one. Uh, I felt like they didn't need to throw in that Russ Myers movie. I mean, there was. Well, it wasn't really a horror movie. It was tits just, a popping. Yeah. I mean, but it it was like it kind of disturbing. Yeah. Like it, it was like yeah. okay for the first chunk of the. Russ I love Meyer. Charles Napier. I don't need to see him stomp somebody. Yeah. Yeah. For the first chunk of that though, I was like, I need to go watch this. This is ridiculous and amazing. And oh, then I was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. It just got to a point where it's like, okay, or yeah, it's not cool now. Yeah. <laughs> but we did get to see about thirty-five minutes of what I'm sure is the best movie of, of all time. time. Yeah. A movie called Killing Spree. Which is, oh, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> it's it's like Hollow Gate style uh, discovery from horror remix. Oh, like, uh. yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Like, like in that- a movie you've never heard of that seems to come from an entirely different world of people that just decided to make a movie and it landed on VHS. Yeah, it's the most inept. Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Uh, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot like Finally, Turner and Hoot. Yeah. A man and a dirty dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dog slobbers. Uh, oh no! It is a fucking masterpiece. Killing uh, spree. That's what it's killing called. spree. Yeah. yeah, it's basically about this dude who instantly is the craziest person ever. He looks like a homeless man, and you think that he's gonna be like. Like, you think instantly off the bat that he's going to be this fucking weirdo, which he is, but but you don't but really realize that he's the main character at he's first. He's the main character. He's a dick. He hates everything from his wife to his wife's mother to pork chops. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it, like, it, it's one of those things where you just go, like, where people... Like uh, like a couple of friends were like, I bet we could make a movie. I got a VHS. Uh, what, and- what year is it from? I don't know. I haven't yeah. even checked. I I, I want to say like 87 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did look it up. But it's it's the most inept thing I've ever seen. And it's so great. Like, it has so much, like, just so many fucking classic lines. Oh, my God. I don't seriously. know. I don't want to spoil anything from it. Yeah, yeah so it's just one of those fucking weird movies. Yeah, just like... It's great. Like, like Hollow Gate, the, it's just... The acting in it is bonkers. There's the choices just seem to be all wrong. <laughs> yeah, like everything about it is wrong. Yeah, especially the first fantasy sequence. Oh, oh my god, so wrong. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was a good horror remix. They did use um the Russ Meyer movie, which didn't fit perfectly, and then they also did My Bloody Valentine. Oh, which, cool. Which is cool, but I was kind of like, I just want to watch that. Like, yeah, I played the weird- that at the bar. Oh, yeah, nice. Put that on oh, nice. Yeah. The, the weird thing is, though, they played it in, at Horror Remix in, in its 35-minute, like, they basically just yeah. cut together all the cool yeah. death scenes, uh, which are fucking awesome, like, oh, way yeah. more awesome than I remember, yeah, which makes movie. me think I didn't see the cut with all of the cool gore in Yeah, it. they did that later for the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, But then they just showed My Bloody Valentine after that. Yeah, they like, had to, they uh, screened it like that night with the director and shit. But yeah. I think a lot of the people that went to that so they showed you all the best parts of the movie, and then it's like now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, member. But I think mm. a lot of people that were going to that were probably just not going to go to a horror remix. Although they yeah. do share like the same, you know, key yeah. kind of people. But yeah. yeah, horror remix, super fun, super fucking you awesome. Can't wait for the next and one. shout nice. out um, to Twitter because hor- the the account horror in Toronto. Yeah, 
uh, tweeted at us a couple days after <laughs> and said that uh, he he had been sitting in front of us the entire time and that it was like Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> yeah, because, of <laughs> course, Dan and I are making fucking jackass comments. We're fucking straight through. And I was like, I'm just glad we weren't so obnoxious that this well, guy Well, I was apologize. Mad. I was like, oh, because they were like, yeah, like we had these guys making comments the whole time. And I'm like, ah, sorry. Next time we'll keep yeah, it Yeah, Casey was, was like, like, was he being serious or sarcastic? I was like, I think he was being sincere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I apologize. And then he was like, no, it was cool because I, it, or but surreal because I just spent that day listening, listening. to the whole back catalog. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Now it's live behind me. Yeah. We made it. We were just fucking r- rifling off those <laughs> those riffs. <laughs> yeah. Just like a couple of fucking idiots. Yeah. It man. was a good time, though. Yeah. Oh, man. So much fun. Yeah. For sure. Well, I worked on Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, the wife and I decided to go out the day before okay. to avoid all going to a restaurant madness, paying double for everything. Yeah. Worked out real good. So then I worked on Valentine's Day, and a couple of bands played. It wasn't very busy. And uh, yeah, I played My Bloody Valentine's and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, this is not a long story, just something that, that happened that I just thought I would share with people. Um, so it's drawn to my attention that there's a gentleman sleeping at a table uh. in the bar. So Which I, happens. It happens, but all the you know, time. it's illegal. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't seen this guy before. I didn't serve him. I'm like, definitely not letting this guy sleep on my table. <laughs> so I walk over and I bang on the table really hard. And he bolts right up. And I'm like, you can't sleep in the bar. And he's like, Ugh. And then I went back to the bar and I kept on watching him. Then sure enough, his head goes back down to the table. So I walk back over and I bang on it really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, wake up or get the fuck out. <laughs> and so he, <laughs> he gets up. And then spends like 10 minutes looking for his coat on a coat rack that's holding eight coats. <laughs> oh, no. Eventually, I helped him find his coat. And then so I went back to the bar and. Well, uh, you helped him find a coat. Yeah. True, true. And this guy was just so drunk. Just the drunkest man by himself on Valentine's Day. But oh. what made it worse and more amazing is I was talking to uh, Ted Masuda from uh, Champion Lover. He was at the bar. And he's like, you know what, uh, what's funny about that guy? And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, well, he sat down next to me and some friends when he first came in all by himself and uh, did a little face scratch. And then, oh, fingers inside the nose and it's in the mouth. Ah. Who? This is the worst thing you could do alone on Valentine's Day is sit alone in a bar by yourself and eat boogers. Ah, don't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was just the worst. That sounds delightful. This is the romantic. ultimate Valentine's Day fail. Yeah. So drunk you can't find your coat. You're eating boogers. Everything's out of control. Ah, stop it. And he's sitting there going, why am I single? Yeah. What? Just a disaster of a man. It's them, not me. I'm going oh. sl- to sleep on it. Yeah. I yeah. don't think. But, yeah. So that, that, that was fucking my Valentine's fucking... Day. Yeah. Yeah, the booger eater. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, oh, that fucking makes yeah. me. So I guess speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, talking about couples and such, mm-hmm. I have been watching a television show mm-hmm. that Casey suggested. Yes, he has spoken about it. I believe on the podcast in the past. I, I may you, have. I think you brought it up uh, briefly when you first started viewing it. But yeah. uh, Happy Endings has hit Canadian Netflix yes. recently, and mm-hmm. I finally got around to watching it. I remember hearing a lot about it through like Comedy Bang Bang and. Casey Wilson being on the podcast, and, and I know um, what's his name, uh, Adam Pally, Adam Pally, well. who I always thought was hilarious on the shows, but had never really seen him in anything, yeah, of substance. So I started watching it, and yeah, like it's really funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it like 
I can see it going somewhere where it will be less of a shitty. Like I feel like it'll find its stride, like a lot of sitcoms do. Um, like it, it, it. There's definitely been episodes where I was like, well, that like the ep- that plot to that episode was really dumb. But oh yeah, so much happened that I thought was funny enough where I was like, you know what I mean? It's I, an easy thing to watch. Yeah, exactly. Like I binged that. Show. Yeah. Um, and and I which is say, right up my alley. Like that's yeah. the shit that I watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and true I detective, say, fuck off. <laughs> it, Three seasons of happy endings. <laughs> it, it doesn't get it doesn't get that much better. No, I mean it, it basically kind of stays uh, consistent to what it is, which is uh, great. The, cast. the plot, uh, an amazing cast. Everybody's hilarious. Probably it's it's something where a Wayne's brother is well, not a brother, a Wayne's kid. Yeah, junior. It, yeah, a Wayne's junior. Is um w- is maybe just, the just best thing about it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> nope. Be one of those. I no. like Wayans Junior. Um, <laughs> is the best thing about it? Yeah, I even thought the episode where uh, his dad came on. What's his name? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was that great. was funny. Yeah, yeah. um, it, it's it, it's something where the plot is quite secondary yeah. to all the rapid pace jokes. Like it's nothing you haven't seen before. No, absolutely. It's not. just a fucking fantastic yeah. cast and a really, really, uh, really solid writing team. Yeah, good chemistry, as you were saying to me on text. Yeah, like, it, the stuff that makes me laugh has made me laugh very hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, Adam Pally, I think, is really funny. And Casey Williams, really funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, super check funny. It out. I haven't seen any of it yet. It's a, yeah, it's one of those, like, I'll throw it on, like, when I'm eating or whatever and end up watching, like, three or four. It's very easy just yeah. to kind of put on and watch a couple and, you know, yeah. motor through the season or whatever. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Speaking of TV and TV you're not watching, True Detective. Yeah, I eventually will hit True Detective. I've got them all downloaded. I've just been waiting. I just finished the fifth episode. Just came out on Sunday. Holy Christ, is this show good? Yeah, I've it's been. It's just something else. It's just everybody on Facebook is like, well, this is my new favorite show. Yeah. It's better than this and that. And I'm like, shut up. I, <laughs> I like it. It's better than know. this and that. It's like the best thing I've seen in a while. And it's got that like addictive quality yeah. to it where. I, it's, and I do I appreciate, I do like when shows will put out all of them at once, like what Netflix is doing. Yeah. But I like that I have to wait a bit with this one because there's a lot happening. Uh, not in a confusing sense, but there's a lot to think about. And I yeah. like having some time in between episodes to digest what I saw and really put it together because there's there's a lot more than just surface stuff happening in it. Uh, McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson are outstanding in it. The direction And it's really cool that this is a whole season with one director. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's Ted not, was saying that. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, really interesting. And it definitely has, it's it's like, a, I don't know, I, I, you know what? It's a halfway through the season. Get into it. I'm not going to tell, tell you anything about it because it's more fun to just watch, watch this thing unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have been watching uh, House of Cards. Yeah, the season Netflix two went show. up. Yeah. Uh, what do you I'm, think of that? I'm not halfway through the first season. It was so entertaining. Oh, really? Oh, I man. watched half of the first episode, and I'm like, well, I don't care about any of this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I love it. I think it's great. And I saw the first episode of the super first season. Super entertaining. And, yeah. and really enjoyed it, but just never got around to doing the rest of it. And then now that there's two seasons, I'm like, eventually I will, but it'll take me a while to right, get right. around to it. I've been I hearing that the second season's excellent. So. For me, for me, it was just that, yeah, I've been hearing the same thing. I've mm-hmm. heard for nothing me, but things about True Detective and uh, season two of, uh, of House of Cards. Just constantly like, oh, season two of uh, House of Cards, first episode, didn't waste any time. Oh, new episode of True Detective. That's I, I mean... I, I'm fine with that, but I also enjoy waiting for it to like subside to and then like it. Yeah. checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, for me, House of Cards was like, oh yeah, this is what I don't like about Kevin Spacey anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh really? I think yeah. he's excellent on it. I mean, yeah. yeah, and and everybody does, and and I think technically he is, but I'm just like, ah, I'm so sick of this character. 
Interesting. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's a very entertaining show. It's got a lot of leaps in logic and stuff like that, but yeah. uh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's got such a pace to it, you know? My parents killed the se- season two in one weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It just came out on Friday or whatever, and they're yeah, yeah. done already. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they are addicted to it. So um, they're very much your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- there was a thing, there was like a study released uh, or um, a blog about the data that Netflix gets, which I, this I thought was interesting. They were, th- like, when the show goes live, they almost instantly, hour by hour, have all this crazy data about, like, how people are watching it and stuff. They can tell, like, who watched it, when they watched it. They, they released this thing where they said one person, when it went live for, like, 15 hours of content or whatever it was watched it in that much time with only three minutes of a pause right (laughs) (laughs) like they can tell they were like one person watched it pretty much straight through only ever paused for a total of three minutes in like 14 hours or whatever it is Jesus, (laughs) that was pretty crazy somebody's got a couple of disgusting jars lying around the couch i was gonna say and a bedpan yeah (laughs) um but that that's amazing like the implications of that are fucking amazing because i mean that's gonna be um so much that's basically the new Nielsen's, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and and far more accurate. Yeah, than, oh, for sure. And, and that's fucking amazing. Definitely cool. outstanding. Yeah. Mm. Should should we talk about the trailer that Greg just watched? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So there's not a lot to say. No, not yet. No, it's 15 seconds. It's of a trailer yes, for a trailer. As as um, people listening to this on Wednesday or after will have already seen everything after it. But who yeah. cares? Um, so tonight. We're, we're recording this on Tuesday, behind the scenes. See you next Wednesday, little tidbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, tonight, they're going to do the Guardians of the Galaxy full trailer before Jimmy Kimmel. Uh-huh. And they have released a 15-second promo for that full trailer. Uh-huh. Pretty ridiculous, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we like I went nuts for it. I watched it five times this morning. Yeah. Yes, it looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Now, I got to say, shout, I got to shout out to Matt Brown from Mamo. Uh, they talked about uh, when Iron Man was it the Iron Man that had the which movie had the oh Thor two yeah. had the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yeah Benicio del Toro Denouement thing yeah. at mm-hmm. the end um, he was really like talking about how that like curbed his enthusiasm for the the whole project and I was kind of like understood that like I saw that kind of after Thor and was like I don't know, didn't really care for that I didn't see it. Well, it's you know if you're not into comics or anything, like it's yeah. a pretty obscure character. Like I, I read comics really heavily in my childhood, and you know, almost exclusively Marvel. And the collector who is yeah. that character is like super tertiary. Okay, like, he's not really a. So it's a pretty. I was a just major kinda, yeah. wild card to throw out there. It's kind of like even for people who like are into comics, like. Oh, that that yeah. guy. <laughs> kind of like a little deep cut thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, this looks kind of goofy. Yeah, I wasn't sure goofy, about the so like, aesthetic. Gardens of the Ga- Guardians of the- there's a raccoon in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a creepy <laughs> raccoon. Yeah. yeah so, but you know, now you can, that I've seen this fucking 15 second trailer, like, like I've always been like, I'm really excited for this because it's James Gunn. Yeah. Not because it's like a. I care about Guardians and I, I don't care yeah. about Marvel. But I mean, this and this comic franchise isn't like a super successful yeah right it's been a startup fail startup fail yeah. it's like the moon knight of teams yeah anyone know what i'm talking about no nope. <laughs> moon knight's <laughs> awesome um it's just you know it's i think it, it's something that works cinematically maybe and not mm-hmm. as a comic because sure. it's a comic it just has never really taken off no one gives a shit about the guardians of the galaxy yeah and this is like i don't even know if this is an actual team that was ever in existence in the comic i think this is like a couple of favorite characters over a stretch of time okay right? 
Because there's like Guardians of the Galaxy, all new Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now more interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It has like a there's something like Buckaroo Bonsai or yes. like early yeah. 80s throw it all together weird totally. sci-fi going on here. There's yeah. like and, ice and pirates or something, you know? Yeah. Ice pirates. Ice pirates. I, I, love that movie. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, um, a for, for me, it's like, picture. yeah, James Gunn and Chris Pratt yeah. and yeah. Uh, Cranky Raccoon. Yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah, I'm totally. on board. Yeah. I saw that thing. Big like, tree guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, I was like, I saw the thing on Iron Man 2, and I was like, wow, I do not know what I'm going to expect from this, but I'm excited because it's James Gunn, yeah. excited because the people that are in it. And then now that I've seen this 15-second thing, I mean, I'll wait until I see the entire trailer because it's hard to judge off 15 seconds. But those 15 seconds, I was like, yeah. Well, I, saw, <laughs> yeah, I, saw, yeah I saw some footage before the, the like, really preliminary um, uh, Comic-Con footage. Yeah. And uh, it, it looks really funny. Yeah. Like, the, there was, like, a, a couple of lines. I don't want to, you know, spoil anything or anything. I mean, it, it is on the internet somewhere, but... Yeah. Yeah, it just I'm just like, yeah, this is going to have the right sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've given James Gunn the right amount of control. Yeah. Yeah. And the cast is fucking great. I'll watch Zoe sell down and do anything. I think she's great. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, fucking, I just I'm think so on board for this. Thing. I'm very totally. uh, like I know people are like talking a lot about the Ant-Man movie as well. And it just seems like that. It's like they've given like a cool creative, like maybe not the property that everybody knows and everyone's gonna because not batman or spider-man or whatever but to give these like interesting properties to like interesting creative directors that have a proven track record of doing like fun movies marvel's doing it right yeah but they've been doing that ever since like even before the avengers thing like i mean giving ang lee that hulk movie ultimately was a mistake (laughs) but but, you know they've been doing that kind of well let's try to get integrity directors to to do a superhero thing yeah they just sort of started to get it right yeah yeah, know. I'm excited for it. If this works out, if they if they pull out like this B team from the comics and have a huge hit with it, another tentpole. Yeah, like, it's just it just totally totally stacks it up against DC and Warner Brothers to do something. Because yeah. I mean, they, and they're all in. Well, they are. Aren't they? they are going. Well, yeah, they're trying to do the you know it's Batman and. And the, Superman and Superman thing, yeah. and they keep on just adding so many characters to that fucking thing. It's just out of control. They're just putting all their chips on the table. But like they're swinging for the fucking bleachers, and this is it. One are, shot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they sort of like gearing up towards a Justice League thing? Well, they're yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. And if but if this movie fails, if the Batman loves super super flack or whatever <laughs> doesn't work out, it's like that's it. Like yeah. they can all just like slink away for a decade. Look, sorry, we were. A, we're yeah, in, we're in the wrong party. <laughs> we um, we tried, but yeah, yeah. I it's insane like, what they're doing over there. I yeah, mean, all these fucking characters. This is fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah, I'm like not. I don't know. There was like a. I feel like there was such a brief moment where I was on board with DC because of the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, but yeah. I just feel like. I mean, even if it's something that I don't care about, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, well, if that move, like from the 15 seconds, I'm like, well, if this is fun, I know that it's going to be like Avengers level fun. Yeah. yeah. Like if even if it's not a great movie, I know I'm going to like if I don't know, like if this succeeds, it's going to succeed in a way that's going to like delight me. Yeah. Whereas if like a, a Superman movie doesn't succeed, I'm going to be like, oh, that was a slog or like yeah, yeah. if it or whatever. Like it just feels like more fun. In I can't a way. think of a James Gunn movie I don't like. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh yeah, I, I I don't know. I have a lot of faith in that guy. Yeah, I, I honestly sure. I even like his scripts for the uh, Scooby Doo movies. Uh, yeah, I saw the first one. Yeah, the first and, one and was, was like, funny this is at way the time. Than I, thought. I don't know about how revisiting it, but like, yeah, at the time I was like, that was the right move to make. Give this funny creative guy a Scooby Doo script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to. Um, 
Hold on, I gotta pull it up because I don't remember what it's called. Uh, I just wanted to to have a quick little shout out thing here. Um, friend of the show, friend of the network, uh, Word Burglar, yeah. one of our favorite hip hop artists of all time, mm-hmm. uh, is nominated for an ECMA, which is an East Coast Music uh, no shit. Yeah, Award. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Uh, for for Croc Monsieur. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So we're all fucking pulling for you. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That fucking rules. Oh, Definitely. That's that video is great. Both totally great. Awesome. He's been pumping out lately. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. That video and the song is fucking yeah, yeah. top And shot. his uh, rap viper video that's out yeah. too is mind-blowing. So great. So, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic news. Yeah, that's awesome. Soon. You can see Word Burglar at Rancho Relaxo on February 28th. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet mm-hmm. ass. It is the fourth anniversary of the $5 rap show. Sweet. There are some oh, surprise man. guests. That I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> so well, co- so yeah, come be surprised. Be so there. <laughs> <laughs> Almost did Sweet. that. That would have been a mistake. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. But it's going to be a very good show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come out. It always it's $5. is. $5. Surprise guests or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the $5 round no, you, show all the regular is one things, of the best like, things we do. Berg's going to do a set. More or less is going to be there. Swamp Thing's doing a set. Like, it's just. It's going to be the All-Stars. Quality, quality, Sweet. quality show. Yeah. So go to that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, I only have one super quick thing after that. Uh, I've just been going through some of my do-over movies for the upcoming podcast. Yeah, me too. I saw Turning Point, which is about ballet from 1977. Yep. And um, I actually quite like I really quite liked it. Um, good. I think 77 is an interesting year, uh, especially for women. I've, I've been finding Goodbye Girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, turning point movies that are about like complicated relationships, Julia mm-hmm. uh, within women and 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 kind of interpersonal relationships and friendships and doesn't treat them with like a broad stroke. It's very complicated stuff, which I have been very much enjoying even though I don't really care about ballet. Turning Point was an interesting movie. Like sure. it was really a cool watch and it was so interesting to watch after uh, Star Wars sure. which was just like yeah <laughs> which also has a very strong female lead uh, I don't know she's not that. a damsel in distress she's oh, taking she, care oh, of I business thought, I thought you meant Mark Hamill <laughs> <laughs> oh she's in distress for sure and, and then they give her one scene where she shoots some people in the hallway like okay she's, she's the strong the most accurate shot in the whole franchise <laughs> yeah I'm just going off of this film All right. where they give her one scene where she shoots some people and that's supposed to make it like oh yeah she's strong whatever lay that <laughs> um, I am a late replacement on on the 77 yeah. episode, so, so we're going to get at it. That to yell at you about yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I'm coming in with guns with star blasters of blazing. <laughs> star blasters? Did you watch the movie? <laughs> I'm going to pulse I'm gonna cannons get on my of... star blasters and I'm going to hit you with my light sword. <laughs> pulse cannons of booming. I don't know. Uh, Fuck that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been watching. I'm uh, also doing the 2002 episode, and I've been catching up on those Oscar movies, which has been uh, exhausting. Yeah, I bet. Look it up, kids. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to no. yell about it on some other show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, briefly, yell at somebody else about it. That's right. Uh, just before we get into film roulette, I just want to mention that I went, I got to go see Lego Movie. Oh, this oh, what past you week. Oh, that's just a wonderful. Just wonderful fucking movie. One yeah. of the best movies. Oh, I laughed through the whole thing. There's yes, and it has a, mm, I don't know what the word is. Touching. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, there. It, it as Gorman said, it just seemed like it was setting up to do what a movie like this should do, and then it just like kind of veered off and did this other thing that I just loved intensely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What a what a great great movie. Really yeah. funny. Great action. Yeah. Good story. Great voice acting. Yeah. 
holy fuck what a yeah. good movie so funny just delighted i i saw a trailer for the upcoming 22 jump street before oh yeah i saw half of that trailer yeah and so i'm i'm excited for that yeah and uh channing tatum has the fucking funniest thing in the whole trailer yeah and i laughed my ass off which thing uh, when they're uh, confronting that Hispanic gang. Oh, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I know. That was funny. I just wanted to check. Is is a, They didn't say in the trailer. Is this being made by uh, the same... It's not the same director. Oh, no, actually, I don't think uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have anything to do with that. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was really excited assuming that they were. Mm-hmm. But um, if not, I'm still excited, but not as excited. I still can't believe how good that first one was. I know. What a- Quality. Well, that's the whole thing. Oh, this is uh, <clears throat> Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, twenty-two. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Oh, I good. thought it was just. I thought it was just characters by or story nope, by directed or Phil Lord and Christopher Miller writers. Oh, seriously? Yeah, different writers though. They probably, I'm assuming, had something to do with the writing though. Twenty-two Jump Street. Sure. Well, I Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. So, news. Yeah. <laughs> great news. Great news. Great news. Great news. We're excited. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of that kind of uh, taking a TV show and turning it into that kind of movie, again, this is just rumor shit, but I hope this happens. I read this big article. That apparently, they're trying to make it happen. A Knight Rider movie. Yes. With Chris Pratt as Michael Knight and uh, Danny McBride as the yes. voice of Kit. Which is fucking brilliant. Make yeah. that and, movie. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, I mean, uh, that that also goes along with the the Baywatch uh, with uh, oh, Bill, Bill Hader, Hader playing uh, Mitch Buchanan. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> for some reason. I want a rash of those. Yeah. I want that to become a new thing. For some mm. reason, that uh, Knight Rider, like, possibility just makes me think of Heat Vision and Jack. Uh, oh, that yeah. That thing with the Ben oh, Stiller thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to... No, like, no, they could totally. take that kind of like really outrageous sort of Phil Lord, Christopher Miller style yeah. Fuck yeah. I think speaking of Heat Vision and Jack, I, I think it would be really cool if they got Dan Harmon in on yeah. on, um, on these types of things. Definitely. Totally. Him and Phil Lord and Christopher Miller seem to be the guys to go to for that kind of like, okay, we know you're updating a franchise that's kind of like goofy and dumb, but like to do it in the right way. Or we know we're giving you a thing that's just an ad for Legos, but like... Lego, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that's, uh, that's a Excuse faux pas. <laughs> I would call someone out for it. Yeah, so just they, these those kinds of people seem to be who you should give these things well, to. Well, like Dan oh, yeah. Harmon with, with Community, he has said, like, the reason all the uh, themed episodes work so well is yeah. he knows what, when he's going after something like Predator or, you know, a Western, or like, you know, specific things from people's childhood and nostalgia, like, he knows what the, the core thing about them that made them great was. Yeah. Because yeah. he's clearly a fan of them. So he and can really he, bring that thing out and bring it to life, he but te- blow it out of proportion. Yeah. yeah. And he tends to veer away from the more obvious uh, references, but still yeah. uses references that everybody's going to Yeah, yeah get. you'll get what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I think... I think on this note would be a good note to jump into Film Roulette okay. yeah. on the updating of franchises. So let's get on over. Uh, you fall off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I regret nothing. I regret nothing. <laughs> Very nice. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something buzzed about the major release this week and Casey and I won 
on the last episode and went and saw the RoboCop update slash remake, whatever you want to call it. But Greg lost, so he had to go see A Winter's Tale, a lovely movie about love and junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the loser gets to give the winner an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey and I, uh, by Greg's hand, had to listen to a romantic vampire love story uh, musical <laughs> soundtrack <laughs> nipples <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later mm, but uh, first Casey and I as I mentioned we went and saw Robocop this is the uh, remake slash I wouldn't really update or reboot directed by Jose Padilla and uh, starring Gary Oldman Michael Keaton mm. Joel Kinnaman uh Jay Baruchel was in this thing. Samuel L. Jackson, Jackie Earl Haley, wow. hell of a cast. Yep. Oh yeah, um, I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say about this because I, I wasn't totally bummed about losing this dice roll because I just I don't know this movie's been pissing me off since I yeah. heard it was going to happen. So mm-hmm. I think I'd better be softened um, by hearing you guys talk about it before <laughs> just jumping in to see it. Yeah. So this this movie it 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 follows a similar outline. I mean, it's about uh, Alex Murphy. He's a cop. Uh, he's critically injured in the line of duty and uh the conglomerate omnicorp sees their chance for a part man part robot police officer because they're trying to get full robots to come over to come to north america as we are using them as drones in the war but america is not keen to the idea so they see their opportunity for what if we put a man in the robot to kind of sell it to the public yeah and it kind of becomes a public relations uh nightmare if you will mm-hmm. um <laughs> I will. I don't know. How do you want? How do you want to go about this? Should well, we just lay it on the table? Both yeah, of our opinions. This movie fucking blows. No, you're wrong. <laughs> this movie you're wrong. is so fucking terrible. Nope. Yes. No. Yes. I did not hate this movie at all. It's the worst. No. <laughs> oh my god. No, I didn't hate this at all. I actually quite liked it. I didn't think it was amazing. Right. But the things that I saw in this movie that make me want to like, there's there's moments of this movie that make me want to praise it. Even though it doesn't really add up, it's not really the sum of its parts. There's a lot of stuff I liked, a lot I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I, f- but but the, I will quote what I've read online is that this movie lives and dies by the choices that it makes, not necessarily in the shadow of the original, which I completely agree with. I completely agree with that as well. Um, I think it it tries its best to be its own movie. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest similarity to uh, the original RoboCop movie is that the plot and the pacing of this movie move like bad stop-motion animation. Interesting. Because uh, I actually liked that this wasn't really an action movie. It's, I mean, for all. large chunks of this movie, that's not about action at all. No. It's not about anything at all. No, it's about, <laughs> it's about a lot. It's so fucking heavy-handed. Oh, the original wasn't fucking subtle either. No, it was not (laughs) subtle at all, but it was interesting and hilarious and gory as fuck. Yeah, but that's not what this movie... This movie's not trying to be gory as fuck. No, this movie's... I don't know what this... Well, I do know what this movie's trying to be. It just does not succeed in being it. I I disagree. I don't... Like, I think I want to praise this movie for not going about it in the way that I think people were worried about. Like, they could have very easily just been like... Okay, RoboCop, he's a man, he got killed, now he's in a robot, and then we'll give him a supervillain to fight against, and yeah. then that's the whole movie. He'll run around, blow things up, and eventually fight a bad guy. Yeah. And I really liked that this movie takes a lot of it does it just it does all it it doesn't be what could have been easy. It makes a lot of weird choices. I mean, a yeah. lot of this plot is about like 
they're going to use him for like public relations and yeah. that's not working out and what's the logistics and like where do we go from here mm-hmm. and 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 the stuff with his family i wasn't super big into no that was really i thought that was a bit of a he knows that he's alex murphy in this oh yeah yeah that's weird yeah, yeah. I, I i liked that this movie took things from the original and kind of like spun them in a way and that that like there is a relationship with his family there is a lot about like the man inside the robot but Mm -hmm. a lot of it like a lot of the relationships are there but they're turned on their head a little bit yep Mm -hmm. um i just like that this movie wasn't like there wasn't like through the movie there's no real like main villain it's kind of just like a lot of characters and they're all very like their own thing like michael keaton for a while in the movies like really likable and stuff but then he kind of See, i didn't feel that i i felt like he and jay baruchel's character and um uh unnamed woman who uh uh i guess represents the fact that women exist in the yeah. world um i think they it definitely are doesn't all succeed on that on that sleazy front. corporation guys so is- and uh yeah, I, I just I, I hated this thing. I really I really want to say. Oh, I, you know what? Do you know what? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just I, I would take a million remakes like this over some of the other types of remakes we've been seeing that oh, are that's... actually going out of their way and trying to like. It. I felt like there was people in behind this movie that liked the original and were trying to make something new without stepping Absolutely. too far. Absolutely, I think they were def- definitely trying, and I commend them for trying. I just think they totally failed. I think what they were <laughs> trying to make was a movie like The Dark Knight, and I think what they made was the Total Recall remake. Weird, because I find like I don't think I don't think I saw that in terms of like the Dark Knight comparison. I feel like they tried to to. Um, I mean, it's in the not too distant future. Um, that's not like the, the Dark Knight, but but I I feel like they tried to have like this really solemn kind of tone and like I didn't, they, they I tried to there was lots it in to reality laugh. I as laughed much as throughout possible. this film. Oh, I thought I I didn't find anything interesting about any of the characters. Okay, and, and, and again, I found the the corporation to be much more two dimensional than they thought they were being, um, and uh, and it didn't succeed on that level, and it didn't succeed as um social commentary because what the fuck were they trying to say mm-hmm. i mean other than the fact that sometimes machines are like men and sometimes <laughs> men are like machines uh, if you change the software a little bit or something did i just make a point there no neither did the movie oh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i really liked the stuff with samuel jackson i thought was all really great his character was great I, but that I, was just really, because of him really like gary oldman in this i really like um michael keaton i will agree that like the women in this movie are pretty there's not much going on there the uh, stuff with all. his wife i was like that was i felt like that really fell on its face i think the wife's name was two-dimensional wife character yeah i thought the action oh, scenes good. were were done <laughs> quite good some of the action scenes i thought were done in really interesting ways like i felt like there was some interesting things going on in terms of like the action scenes mirroring each other and i thought like i really like that the whole there's parts of the movie where he's trying to solve his own murder and that's not really the drive of the movie but i liked that there was all these different like moments of plot that didn't necessarily like i can understand you saying that it was clunky like i totally get that yeah but that was one of the things i liked about it that it wasn't just like here's our movie there's a bad guy Here's the through line audience. Like mm-hmm. I like that it was like the guy who killed who killed Alex Murphy was kind of around and then it for a while he was tracking him down, but I like that they didn't give him like a big fucking like yeah. speech and then he killed him. I like that he yeah, just Yeah, they like, couldn't they couldn't um create another Clarence Boddicker. There's no way you yeah. can do that. Um but 
I just like that there were there was so much going on in this movie that I don't see going on in in these types of remake franchises. Absolutely, I, I think you're right. Um, although, again, it did end up feeling as boring and flat as yeah. the uh, as the Total Recall. I didn't remake. see. Yeah, yeah, it's all. But I just I I can understand somebody finding this movie boring. Like I, there is a large stretch at the beginning where it is a lot of just like. PR and how are we going to present this robot to the public yeah. and what what's the re- repercussions of that and how we're changing his circuitry and shit and like I thought all that was really interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see I didn't at all. I was like like th- I I get that they're trying to do a different thing and honestly that's all they could do with a RoboCop yeah. remake, which is why they never should have fucking done a RoboCop no, remake. No, I'm fine with it. Um <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Like it was such a defining movie in my childhood. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. Uh, and it was so hyper not violent this movie. Uh, I disagree. I can't. This really? movie. Was, this movie. Well, a this. I as I've said before, it points, didn't but... need to be PG thirteen with the tone that they were going for. But the first thing that happens in this movie is a child is murdered. Um, a child is murdered in the first scene of this movie. It doesn't that, need to be to, like that violent. Sounds pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to be like, fair, still... I murdered a child on my way to the theater. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I was like, inured to it. I'm like the the re- the reality of the situation in this film is doesn't need doesn't need graphic violence for it to be like like I, I don't know like I just didn't like if there was graphic violence in this movie I would be like that's out of place um yeah in this movie specifically yeah. but I think this movie specifically uh was a huge misfire yeah. and also but I don't think it would have been better if there was violence in it no it just would have been a different movie and and uh, I guess my my whole point with that is that it would have been a different movie and I would have been a little more comfortable with it being a Robocop movie uh <laughs> I just found the whole thing really distasteful and boring. And to but by time they got to the um by time they got to the action, I was already checked out. Yeah, I I get it. Like I I actually didn't really like the finale and and I thought there was moments where things didn't land the way that they should have. I do think there's a, a large chunk of this movie that doesn't really nail it at all. Mm-hmm. But I the stuff that I saw like this is a supremely flawed movie. I will yeah. be the first to admit that. But I just think the stuff that I saw going on, I want to see more of. I want to see more of people taking chances with remakes, more not caring about the 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 source material in the sense of do what you want now. Mm-hmm. Like do like make the RoboCop movie that you think makes sense right now instead of being like okay, well it's RoboCop so we got to have someone fucking get their arm shot off and all the violence. Like yeah. I just thought like and I know that I said a lot of this stuff like before in terms of when there was trailers out and stuff. I just think like I loved the fucking original RoboCop movie. No movie's ever gonna take that place right. in my heart and my mind. And like I'm gonna watch that movie over and over again for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um and this is not that movie and right. you, and people and, need to check that at the door and, and, and try I, and see it as its own thing. I do I definitely agree with that. I yeah. definitely agree with it's its own movie. Uh, or it tries to be, and it tries, like, it, it's a valiant effort. It's just a huge misfire. I yeah, think. I understand that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think, like, this could have easily been a shitty superhero movie, and I was happy that it wasn't. Yeah. But, yeah, it's super flawed. I wouldn't say go run out and see it in theaters, but, I mean, like, I would definitely check it out if you want to see, like, a some like something trying something. <laughs> like, I want more <laughs> movies to try. Like, 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 this wasn't a lazy movie. I don't think that... This was a film that was cobbled together with any sense of like, no, fuck off. People are going to come see this because it's this, Robocop. This was not I Frankenstein. No, this was not just a fucking by the numbers thing. Yeah, it was just a lot of 
vague ideas done poorly. I Fair think. enough. I think. Yeah. So but I, I I fully understand what yeah. you're saying, and and I fully respect your opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna w- just in wrong. like the the weeks following. I'm sure the movie's gonna fade from my mind. I mean, yeah, it wasn't sure. like a wholly memorable film experience, right. but but I enjoyed parts of it, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the intent. Yeah. And I think yeah. So we we we've split. Yeah. So uh, before we get, I guess, to the next section, let's call out to the viewers. I know that a lot of people have gone to see this. Let us know on Twitter. What yeah, do you think? Yeah. We split. Let's yeah, see let us uh, know some who's feedback. Right. Yeah, because mm. I know this is a very divisive. I saw a lot of positive, a lot of negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see what people have to say. Right. Mm. And then now, yeah, let's fall in love. Let's fall in love <laughs> with Greg? the story I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Winter's Tale. Yeah. Now listen, I'm going to tell you the movie. Okay. So if anyone. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Who's planning to go see this? Don't. Okay, <laughs> just give me two hours. I'm going to yeah. go see it. And right. Yeah. Back. Uh, we'll wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to explain to you what happened to me okay. while I watched this. So Winter's Tale. Winter's Tale. Akiva Goldsman. like a tiny girl. I, uh-huh. Um, so the, uh, the, what you get from the trailer and this synopsis is a burglar falls for an heiress as she dies in his arms. When he learns that he has the gift of reincarnation, he sets out to save her. I already hate this. This is not what happened. No. No. Uh, (laughs) Was it about a RoboCop? (laughs) Robot cop. Um, okay. This is the movie I saw. It starts with Colin Farrell and they, well, first there's some talk about angels and things like that and a terrible uh, voiceover. This movie is written and directed by Akiva Goldsman. Uh, and it's so Colin Farrell in, I don't know, 1916 or something like that is running through the streets of New York being chased by Russell Crowe. And then he's surrounded by his men. But then there's a horse there. So he gets on the horse and the horse... Runs and jumps over a ten foot gate, and he escapes on the horse. And for the rest of the movie, movie? <laughs> he calls the horse horse. <laughs> so he's a he's a not thief. a bad name for a not, horse. No, it's not. It's all right. So he's you a know thief. what you're getting. And uh, him and the horse are like, we got to get out of here. So, but he's robbing places horse before talk? he leaves. And then the horse is like <laughs> at this oh, house. It does. <laughs> and he he's like, what horse? We got to go. Should I go rob this place? <laughs> So he goes and robs this last place. But inside this place is uh, a girl who's dying of consumption. Her dad is William Hurt, but he's not home right now. And he's, so he's okay. trying to rob the place. This is home Leave alone. a message and call me back. <laughs> he's trying to rob the place, but she's there. And then she's, uh, 
he's she's playing piano and he could just walk out the door but instead he stands behind her and kind of bounces on the creaky part of the wood of the floor and she turns around and he's like and she's like oh he's like creaks and she's like what and he bounces again he goes creaks and she goes oh he goes the floor and then he's holding a gun and she's like god he goes what she goes gun he goes oh yeah (laughs) it's very Uh, awkward there's a lot of really terrible dialogue in this and then he's like oh and he puts it in his pocket and she's like were you gonna rob me he's like yeah (laughs) and she's like are you still gonna he's like no (laughs) she's like do you want tea he's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so then they're like he's like i love you and he leaves because she's gonna die and uh, he's riding away with the horse. And then Russell Crowe is – he's a thief too. And okay. he's been, like, training Colin Farrell to uh, be his protege. And he's – but now he hates him and wants to kill him. Yeah. Right. So he's like, I got to find Russell Crowe. So he's got all these rubies and stuff. And he's, like, telling his henchmen, like, you know why they steal rubies? Because light can tell you everything. And he puts it in the window. And then he – and a moonlight shines on the ruby, and he goes, Yahtzee! <laughs> what? <laughs> and, it's, and, it, and the ruby puts out a whole big map of Grand Central Station in the room, and he's like, let's go kill him! I'm like, what is going on? So then they Kill go, him? And why yeah. did he say Yahtzee? <laughs> I don't know. What's kill who? Uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, okay. He wants to kill him real bad. And uh, so, yeah, and he, but he can't find him there, and then there, he goes out to, to a restaurant with his gang of thieves and this is where okay so he's sitting in the restaurant and and he's a dick and everyone's afraid of him he's like a mob boss kind of guy and then the waiter comes up to him and he's like can i get you anything else and he makes this really weird order about how he wants to eat it <laughs> about how he wants to eat an owl okay <laughs> and then, what yeah it's really bizarre and his accent he's oh he's irish in this very peculiar accent and uh and then the waiter's like, I'm sorry, we don't have any owls. So then Russell Crowe's face opens up and he's a demon and he kills the waiter. What? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> now I love this movie. This sounds uh, crazy. And so with the blood of the waiter, he draws sort of a person on the table and he's like, go get that redheaded girl. That's how we'll get <clears throat> him. <laughs> <laughs> so they do and they find the girl. And Russell or uh, uh, Colin Farrell rides in on his horse and steals the girl. And they go out to her dad's place and... They got some place in the country, but Russell Crowe can't follow him there because there's some kind of law of demons. Yeah. Can't go that far. Uh, yeah, so the then demon he's at, law. He's yeah, at yeah, like no, their country home. I William, studied demon law. Yeah. This is all the yeah. <laughs> William Hurt there, and he's like, what are your intentions towards my daughter? You look like a thief. Tell me your ambitions and your desires and stuff like that. And he's like, I am a thief, but I'm in love with your daughter, who I've known for a day and a half. Not even. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to rob your house, and instead I'm going to fuck your daughter. Hey, <laughs> you, you look like a thief. Yeah. You got, you got thief features. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they hit it off and now they're drinking wine and it's gonna be great but she's dying of consumption and everybody oh see here's the thing every human being is born with a miracle inside them oh i knew that (laughs) and so i was born without mine there oh uh, (laughs) is afraid that uh colin farrell is going to use his miracle to heal the girl with consumption and he's like, this cannot happen. I hate this. So then he goes, and he's like, I got to go. I got to be able to leave the boundaries and go get him. I got to go ask her a favor. Uh-huh. So then he goes into he goes into this alleyway and opens a door, and Will Smith's in there. <laughs> sure. Awesome. And Is Will Smith. He playing Will Smith? <laughs> he may, might as well be, because it's 1916, but he's in there wearing a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt and, like, diamond earrings and stuff, and he's the devil. Oh, great. Yeah. And he's like, can I go do this? And he's like, no. 
And he's like, well, can I try something else to get it done? He's like, whatever. <laughs> and it's so he br- uh, some angel isn't an angel anymore, and he gets that guy to go out and kill the girl, and he does. And then uh, so she dies, and he doesn't use his miracle. She doesn't live. And he's like, what the fuck? And Russell Crowe chases him and the horse. The horse gets away, and he yeah, headbutts uh, Colin Farrell like six times. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, and now then, I like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then throws him over a bridge. And then he wakes up in the water, and he walks, and he goes to a funeral, and then he stands in the graveyard, and now it's 2014. Yeah. The end. The end. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And he's walking around, and a little girl's like, who are you? Like, in the trailer, and he's like, I don't know. And and her mom's Jennifer Connelly, and they leave. And then he, he sees this guy who flips a coin, and the coin flickers in light, and then he suddenly can remember stuff. Because uh, he has no memory in 2014, so I guess he's been walking around for like a hundred years, just and all he does is draw a redheaded girl, the you know that he was in you know that he failed to save yeah. with chalk art. He's like a busker <laughs> <laughs> for a hundred years, all right? And then because he sees a flipping coin, he's like, "Oh, I'm me. I better go to the archive library and learn something about stuff." And uh, <laughs> but uh, Jennifer Connelly works there, and she's like, "Oh, I'll show you the things." And she sees a picture of him with a girl a hundred years ago, and she's like, "Well, clearly you've not aged for a hundred years. I'm just gonna buy this on face value. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Come, come have dinner with me and my daughter. Oh, this is weird. So much, so much bad writing in this movie because she's like, "Do you want to come over? I live on Sixth Street. I have a chicken." <laughs> <laughs> What she means is she has a rotisserie chicken for dinner. You're right. But she yeah. says, I, you want to come over? I live on 6th Street. I have a chicken. <laughs> I have 6th Street and I have a chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. So he does, and then they all come running to kill him there. Russell Crowe makes a deal with uh, Will Smith that he can turn into a person for some reason because that's the only way he can kill a person is if he's a person too. I don't understand. He killed that waiter just fine. Anyway, so now he's mortal, and then he goes and fights him, and he dies. And turns out all all along, the redheaded girl he was supposed to save was the little daughter of Jennifer Connelly because she has cancer, and he does that. And then that's then I don't know. He fly he he rides the horse into the sky and becomes a star. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, it was over two hours long. It was just everything that was happening. Like, what is going on? This yeah. movie was not marketed like this. All these demons. And yeah. Will Smith's the devil. I, well, I always assumed. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Can oh, I just, sounds awesome. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> can I just. Okay. Other than Dan Gorman, who is this movie for? <laughs> I have no idea. And somebody walked out halfway through. I was just like, right on, you good going. Yeah, <laughs> you good going. Started. Um, I want to say, okay, I've been looking at all of the uh, uh, IMDb and Wikipedia articles yeah. for this, and I've found some choice things to say about this film. Uh-huh. Okay, there's a user review that I want to say. Somebody really loved it on IMDb, and they said, it kind of made me think of Titanic with demons, angels, <laughs> and even a Pegasus replacing the boat. All under a winter NYC backdrop. Pay attention to the dialogue because there were several of those, in quotes, oh, wow, that's what that meant, end quote, moment <laughs> later on. Like, oh, so those explanations of plot points. I love it. I, 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 I hope our, our uh, Bollywood Chewbacca <laughs> friend sees this, this movie. Oh, I love, oh, wow, that's what that meant moments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, uh, seemed, it seems like the novel was like really well reviewed when it yeah. came out. I'm seeing like haunting piece of North American magic realism, blah blah blah. What? Yeah, no, about, this, about, this movie was bananas. No, about the novel, written, terribly written. I mean, the dialogue is just fucking awful. Yeah. It has no tone or shape. And again, this thing is marketed 
all wrong. Yeah. yeah. Because I, well, they're I, making it out like it's a bring your girl. Once Will Smith was like Valentine's the devil thing. and Russell Crowe's face is like, waka, 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 that's when the, the, the woman behind me is like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was going to be like. Yeah, I thought I was watching some silly little love story. Instead, I'm watching garbage uh, angels and monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about the, uh, I've got the IMDb up here, and it gives you a little, like the user reviews and trivia and quotes. It gives you one quote. Uh, and the quote is, I like pecans. Was <laughs> that the quote? Yep. That's, Did I anybody that. like pecans I remember that scene. Movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This old lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Martin Scorsese held the rights to make this into a movie for a really long time. Huh. According to uh, he was, Wikipedia. He was probably holding them, hoping people would forget it existed. I'm interested to see like what people say about the book, because I feel like apparently according to wikipedia again there's like a bunch of characters that he left out like i, I feel like he was just like oh, i love this book that people love and i'm gonna make it into a movie and then it was just like ha ha like <laughs> fuck them i don't know like <laughs> yeah, it's a mess this thing is aside from being like just so silly it's it's just a mess of a movie with some pretty i don't know i don't know what's going on with the performances but again the, the dialogue is so clunky like it doesn't move right and then I don't know, and it, it's like a whole bunch of different styles of dialogue, like scene by scene. It's, it feels like it was written by somebody else, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty, pretty horrible, but really funny too. Yeah. Like once that once I knew what movie I was in, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> <Wee>! yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Russell Crowe's face is a demon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when that happened, I was just I couldn't fucking believe it because there's nothing in the trailer. That yeah. would lead you to believe that. Well, speaking of the uh, uh, the marketing of this movie, the tagline is, this is not a true story. This is true love. Oh. What does that have to do I with Demon know. Face Russell Crowe? <laughs> um, or Titanic, for that matter. Another nugget from the Wikipedia was that, however, aside from most of the audience, author Neil Ga- Gaiman defends the, f- the flick in a blog on why he loved it and why people should see it. <laughs> well, I don't... <laughs> Love Neil Gaiman enough <laughs> to fucking <laughs> to tell you agree. Uh, yeah. Also, budget sixty million. Mm-hmm. What do you think this thing made according to Wikipedia? Eighteen million. Eight no, million. That's a lot. Eight million. Eight million. Yeah. Now this is no box office mojo, but yeah. however, the last whenever this Wikipedia was last updated, eight million of a sixty million dollar budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Winter's Tale two electric boogaloo. No. <laughs> Oh, this movie sucked. Oh, so stupid. I don't even understand what was going on. All these half ideas. Like, I guess, again, there's a book, right? So, yeah. Neil Gaiman, is that who wrote the book? No. Oh, I thought you said Neil No, he, he really liked the movie and was defending oh, it what? for some reason. Really? Yeah. Said that people should go see it. Yeah. Neil. It, he sounds drunk. Uh, <laughs> the original book was by Mark Helprin. Oh, well, fuck him. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, yeah. I, although I had fun hating this. Or just, not, I didn't even hate it. I just had fun going like, what in the fuck is going on? Who made this? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I knew who did. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> his And if you scroll back through his fucking filmography, the shit he has written, it's just it, stinker after stinker after yep. fucking stinker. Yeah, he's he's, he's had a very, uh, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of money. This is his directorial debut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he d- he directed a bunch of Fringe. Yeah, Fringe, and then sure. some and other something show. called Ki- Kings. Yeah. Well, and then yeah, he screen he was the screenwriter for the Client, Batman Forever, Time to Kill, Batman and Robin, Lost in Space, Crap, crap I Robot, Beautiful Ro- Mind, crap, Cinderella Man, Crap, crap Da Vinci Code, no, I Am Legend, Cinderella Man was good. Well, Practical mm. Magic, Ooh, Angels and Demons, no. produced well, Deep Blue Sea, best thing he ever did. Yeah, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. 
no, produced, produced it. it. Oh, well, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of shit here. Just terrible, terrible shit. Uh, Time to Kill. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with that movie. I haven't seen it since 1996. No, so me maybe but I, I liked it then. Yeah, I prefer Nick of Time. <laughs> if I'm going to watch a movie with time in the title, yep. I'm watching Nick of Time. And sure. it's basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, this is, don't ever spend money on this or anything like that. But if it's on Netflix, watch a few minutes of it. Yeah. It's, uh... I'll probably watch <laughs> oh, a few minutes of it. When he opens yeah. that door and Will Smith is there, I'm like, if I try to explain this to anyone, it's going to sound like I'm explaining some weird fever dream. I yeah. Like, then his face was a demon and he had to chase the red hair. And then there was this room with Will Smith and he was like, no. And Russell Crowe's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good scene. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Gun. Yeah. Gun. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Pecan. Pecan. <laughs> um, Yahtzee! <laughs> Why? Why? Why did he say Yahtzee? I don't know. Pretty sneaky, yeah, sis. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hasbro produced this movie. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. had to put it in <laughs> Yahtzee, you sunk my battleship. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. Uh, connect uh, for Hop-O-Matic trouble. <laughs> Lord almighty. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of really uh, oddball things, Casey, yeah. why don't you uh, lead us into our conversation about the album that we spent some time with? <laughs> yeah, the Punishment album. This <laughs> this is my favorite Punishment album that we've had in a long time. This is pretty crazy. <laughs> I listened to this a surprising amount. <laughs> I didn't Very get to good. listen to this as much as I usually do. I only but... listened to two songs to prep myself for laughing. Um <laughs> Shiny it's... New Vampire, listen to it in some other one. Yeah. yeah. So this is the soundtrack to a online musical yeah series oh, oh. Web- webisodes webicle web uh, websicle <laughs> nailed it I could, I could go for a websicle right now <laughs> um yeah called it's called i, I kissed, kissed a, vampire. a vampire right um and i liked it uh yeah and and i and i did like it <laughs> i really like this this, this is, was weird it was weird and i don't know what it was. <laughs> it's. I don't I, know who it was for. Uh, I, I think I, mean, I know it's for who it's kids, for. like teenagers. I yeah, guess. it's it's definitely for for thirteen year olds um, who don't know what anything mm-hmm. is. Uh, for for me, this thing is a fucking absolute triumph of the human spirit <laughs> uh, because it just shows what you can do. I was saying this to Dan before we started. Yeah. It, it shows what you can do if you have all the drive. If you know what's popular right now and have zero talent, yeah. <laughs> like if you can fucking get something done but have no idea what's going on, this is the end result, and it is fascinating. It's weird. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. My mm. opening quote, actually, today was from uh, uh, the opening of one of these songs, and it's some guy. Like it, It's just like, well, have, if you've ever seen the movie American Movie... Yeah, where it's just these two dummies who make <laughs> who try to make a horror movie because just ceaselessly ambitious, endlessly yeah, ambitious, w- with with just zero yeah. self awareness, uh-huh. and that's what this is. Like it's the, the songs are poorly crafted pop songs, yeah. but they definitely sound like pop songs. Yeah, like, I was saying to, to Casey like. It it sounds like people put enough effort for you to be able to hear the effort, but not enough effort for it to be any good. Like the songs all sound like they're almost like you know they're like uh, MIDI sounding things, but you listen to them, you're like, well, the guitars I think are real. And yeah, like, like it sounds like they've put a lot of polish into it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, but it doesn't sound that much more complicated than a MIDI. Yeah, like it almost some of it almost sounds like 
you bought this backing track, but at the same time, you're like, but you couldn't have because it's tailored to the music. No, so it's like, this weird like middle ground. A lot ground. of this sounds a lot of like the really pizzicato kind of uh, strings and everything. Yeah, they sound so much like VSTs, like virtual instruments that you can get with mm-hmm. that come with things like Cubase or, or yeah. like any of your um, yeah, excuse me, digital audio workspaces. Uh-huh. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like all of the lyrics are like, um, beware of the vampire's bite. You're going to fight him. Uh, (laughs) I love you to death. Love. Yeah. Like like, I'm going to love you to death. Yeah. Like like it's all none of it pertains to the plot. Like it's just words that rhyme Mm. and sound like I'm going to fall in love with this vampire who wears a glove. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he wear a glove? (laughs) Glove. I don't know, but I'm going to give him love. That's a song Glove Vampire. Yeah. Um, There's a song that's called um, Just a Little Peck or something like that. That's really weird. Speaking of nipples, I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just a little peck, just a little nip, nipple, nipple, nipple. (laughs) It kind of goes like that. Yeah. And it's really weird. Nipple, nipple, nibble, nibble. Uh, Just a little peck. Like, it's just the most basic elemental... And and they keep all of the, like... There's a a lot of interludes, like, with the little, like musical numbers that would score the back of scenes and those are kind of like well i could see this being a perfectly fine background to a scene of a shitty web series yeah so almost those were like the easiest things to listen to just kind of like okay i could see this being in the thing i don't want to listen to it right now oh see i found <laughs> them the most laborious because there was nothing funny about them yeah it was just like no. oh this is just some boring music but it was <laughs> the it was the only thing that i could like sweep aside as being like well at least there's supposed to be something i'm watching to go with this so yeah. maybe that works <laughs> yeah but exactly. with the music stuff it's just like no this doesn't work and it don't whatever you put over top of this isn't going to change that the lyrics are like fucking so bad and just it's it's like four 13 year olds by 13 year olds. yeah <laughs> but like one of their dads <laughs> wrote the music yeah. for them it really is it re- it is fucking delightfully inept yeah that's, that's better than the shrek musical uh, <laughs> more enjoyable than the shrek more, musical yeah, I will more say. Enjoyable. <laughs> yeah because this was at least <clears throat> made by dumb people who didn't know what they were doing they didn't know and it wasn't better. on broadway yeah good all right. Oh, I, I suggest it. you. I suggest everyone go to YouTube and Google. Uh, don't go, go to YouTube and then Bing it. Uh, <laughs> no, go, go to go to YouTube, Bing Google. Yeah, and then type into Google and then hit up all the Yahoo. No, yeah. Uh, go go to YouTube and check out a video or two just yeah. of the soundtrack to see what it. You'll get the idea and be like, "That's funny," but goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't listen to the whole thing. You yeah. Don't have to. <laughs> well, but very yeah. good. Uh, so so. Yeah. So this week, yeah, um, I uh, I had something all lined up, okay, and ready to go. And then while I was watching uh, the movie, Tale. I thought of something else. Okay, so go with that because I have been enjoying. I have been enjoying uh, connecting the Punishment album with the losing movie. Yeah. So I was like, well, there's some angels and monsters, and uh, you know, uh, <sighs> bro, Colin Farrell gets a couple haircuts and. Stuff like that in this movie. He's got, well, he's got two. He's got a couple bad haircuts. Anyway. Oh, I thought there were scenes. No, no. <laughs> he's got a couple different hairdos. But anyway, but I was like, you know what? You know, the, the thing that really blew me away in this movie uh, was the confusing moments were all from Russell Crowe. And I'm like, shit, didn't he have a band? Fuck yeah, he's got a band. Oh, oh no. Yeah. 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. Yes. No. So I want you to listen to Russell Crowe and 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. What's the name of the album here? One second. Oh, God. Because I've never heard his band, and I, I just want to know. 
Tell me what he's like. Uh, uh, hold on while I wait for this I title. I hope he turns into up. a demon on this album. My phone is <laughs> poor. Sure. Yeah, I hope Will Smith <laughs> plays the devil. Killing waiters. <laughs> um, Will Smith plays the harmonica. The album is called Bastard Life or Clarity. Oh. Yeah. So. He's asking a question. Right. Uh, well, hopefully we will get the answer. Yes. I choose Bastard Life. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to listen to it. I'm just going to go clarity. <laughs> <laughs> so please let me know what that's all about. Okay. Uh, I feel like this one is going no to be idea. a really hard slog. I don't think it's going to be good. <laughs> no, well, no, I don't think it's going to be good. I also don't think it's going to be easy to listen to. No. I've, yeah, I've never heard him well, uh, play rock songs, but my gut is not good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Seems like a safe assumption. There haven't yep. been a, I mean, I mean, the band name is great. I feel like this is going to be like the... <laughs> didn't, we had to listen to the Keanu Reeves one one Yeah, time. I yeah. gave that to you guys. Yeah. So I think it's going to be about on that level. Yeah, actors making music. Never... Yeah. Almost never good. No. Oh yeah, no. We're, we're this is gonna fucking sit atop the shelf with like Billy Bob Thornton and um, yeah, hmm, yeah. Uh, the Bacon Brothers, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So for rolling for next week, we got two duds opening from yeah, the looks of it. I don't. This does not look appealing. Um. Pompeii. Paul W.S. Anderson is opening. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Three Days to Kill with New Kevin Costner, Costner yeah. which I was briefly interested in. Uh-huh. I thought this looks like it could be an, an okay thriller until yeah. I saw that it was directed by McGee. Oh, oh no. He mix sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was uh, excited about it when I thought it was called Three Days to Kill Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. Don't, don't get your hopes up. So I, yeah. other than that, there's it's just a bunch of stuff that might may limited releases that might not come here. So should what should we do uh should we do a winner's choice? I guess so. These both yeah. look like like I don't think Three Days to Kill look is is as bad uh, as I feel like it could if it I feel like it's going to be middling. It'll yeah. be a middling but thriller, Pompeii but I feel like Pompeii is going to be... Pompeii is Paul W.S. Anderson, Anderson yeah. so it's going to be so, terrible. Yeah. we got to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. But what do we pick for winner? Uh, winner's choice. Winner's choice. Because, yeah. I mean... Go catch up on something you yeah. missed, you know? Because there's, I mean, so I mean, yeah, there's not much out there right now in terms no, of coming out this week. fucking garbage. Yeah. Okay. So see something we've been meaning to see versus... Pompeii. Pompeii. I love in the fucking Cineplex thing, they're like, they show the actors talking about it. They're like, oh, I loved, you know, well, making this movie, I really learned about the story of Pompeii. Yeah. I'm just like, get out of here. You're making, <laughs> you're making a fucking Paul W.S. Anderson movie. And, but, and yeah. they're all like, you know, Paul really loves the story of yeah. Pompeii. Did you so. know that they were all encased in the lava? I was like, okay, it's you like, read like yeah, the one thing that's the that one people thing know. Everybody <laughs> fucking knows yeah. about yeah. Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> they were trapped in time after that. Paul W.S. Anderson told me so. Yeah, yeah. it's on the front page of wikipedia yeah Did you guys, do you guys know that paul w sanderson loves that fact about yeah. <laughs> i want to make a movie so about much it. that he decided to make a movie all right, all right casey has there? rolled a solid two, two. Mm-hmm. a solid two we're, we're, <laughs> which is what i'm gonna go see if i see paul we're getting low rolls because of this die i'm telling you i have rolled a two also a two this oh. just like last week all right if Greg yeah, rolls Greg, higher a than one. a two, we're re-rolling. If he rolls oh, lower, dude, we win. One. God. He's get the one, rules of the game. He's rolling. That's a three. three. Oh. Casey and I oh, are Jesus. re-rolling. It almost tilted onto that one. I'm going to roll first. <laughs> my pants. I'm rolling first to make it interesting. That's a six. That's a six. Oh, no. All right. I kind of want to see Pompeii. <laughs> and that's a six. Oh, oh, Jesus. All right, I'm rolling again. High stakes roll for a nothing prize. Yeah. That's a two. All right. 
Casey's rolling. And that's six. So six. There you All go. right. <sighs> so enjoy Pompeii. Yep. I was... Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could have been worse, really but I don't, yeah. I don't want... I wanted to just sit at home and watch something that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Greg's been watching Airwolf. I have. I'm almost done. Getting through some of the seasons. Season three. And I don't have very much to report on today. So there's some boring episodes. There was another... Video screen hypnosis episode. Oh God! <laughs> so I won't talk too much about that because it's super boring. Then there was this other episode. I won't. There's only really one interesting part of it. Uh, it's about uh, you know airwolf stuff. Some people get kidnapped and Stringfellow Hawk saves them, and then the helicopter chases another helicopter. <laughs> and, but at the beginning, <laughs> right. yeah, airwolf. Yeah, at the beginning, <laughs> Stringfellow Hawk picks up this couple, or so not a couple, a father and daughter who are on the run from some evil people because they have uh, created a laser, quote-unquote, as big as a briefcase. Oh. <laughs> I'm not Wait, sure are if they that is good or bad. Or I was going to say, say, this is like, usually they're too briefcase big. But. <laughs> we've, we've made a laser so medium-sized. <laughs> um, and so he's got them in the, in the car, and she's looking in the terrain, and she's like, oh, it's like your American Western movies. And he's like, well, I didn't think they were popular in Czechoslovakia. And she's like, I was born in New- – I lived in New York when I was a kid, but then my mother died. And, uh, yeah, and then the father chimes in, and he goes, after her mother died, she came to live with me in Czechoslovakia against my wishes. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you were my only family. And he goes, yes, but still, it was a mistake. <laughs> And then it's not resolved, and he gets shot and died. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. <You're> dick. <laughs> yeah, she came to live with me, but she was, how you say, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so he's they're being shot at, and Stringfellow Hawk's like, oh, man. And uh, they are driving through some, some brush. And <laughs> he's like, so quick, hot. jump. And then there's, like, some really bad old-timey uh film technique of let's we'll just we'll do it all really slow yeah, and, and speed up speed the film up. of them jumping out of a car and it might as well have piano like I don't know why that was a thing for so long. It was well, like, Yeah, we'll do it slow and then speed it up. You're like, it's not nobody gonna work. Tell. <laughs> they do it in killer clowns, you're like, I get it, but you guys <laughs> yeah. budget constraints, but yeah. uh, it doesn't <laughs> this work. Looks and silly. They're driving a like a Bronco, like a truck. And so they jump out, and it looks terrible because they both – I don't know. It's just awful looking. And then they do this because they're under the uh, cover of trees for a moment because then the truck is going to fly off this cliff, and yeah. then the people in the helicopter that are chasing them will think that they've fallen to their deaths. Yeah. However, I, they didn't have the budget to destroy a truck, I guess, because <laughs> suddenly the truck is now a four-door sedan flying <laughs> off the cliff. Oh. And you can see the tow cable attached to the bumper. <laughs> oh, I'm just like awesome. it's not even the same color, <laughs> and, and clearly they've just used stock footage. Yeah, like find better stock yeah, footage. Yeah, stock footage that has the tow cable in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking terrible. Just and I don't know. That's basically the quality of uh, season three Airwolf right now. They're starting to slash the budget all over the place, and every episode is about Stringfellow Hawk consoling some person who's had some terrible thing happen to her. She goes on and on about her dead dad, and now she has no mom to. And the laser, and uh, and he's just like they have a, like the guy with the most empty, blank expression, no empathy or emotions, who is like the the the, the counsel yeah. for these people in these traumatic moments of their lives, and where he's just like, well, I'm 
sure your dad had good intentions. <laughs> Give him a we break, We should probably Greg. get out of here. He's <laughs> drunk out of his mind. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and he is looking drunker and drunker. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm eh, almost done season three. But, yeah, it's just not, I, I, it is amusing now that I'm seeing the budget cuts. Yeah. Really, yeah. really clearly. <laughs> they just, they're like... We don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't have the right color car. No. <laughs> we don't have the right color no, or shape of car. That was probably hey, just people like, don't know what cars look like, yeah. right? Oh my probably god! Probably just use footage that they shot or something like yeah, for yeah. some other movie. We like, that one oh, car. We in. better use it. Yeah, love that car. They put the the line on it because they were like, after we blow it up, we got to bring it back up. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. drive it. So that's how we're getting home. That's my ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the PA's car. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your coffee, guys. Where's my car? Uh, well, good news and bad news. Your car is going to be a star. <laughs> yeah. The bad news is it's over there in a cube. Yeah. Um, Other God. good news is uh, we can tow it up here. <laughs> Other bad news is you're fired. <laughs> we really only wanted the car. All right. And Thank the you for the coffee. I'll have some more for you next week. Yeah. Yep. Good. So uh, let's get into the final final you've been out. waiting for it yeah yeah well the, been waiting i have been yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere i go i'm accosted with people saying we're waiting for the final serial hero swap serial match <laughs> breakfast no cage match breakfast. yeah i yeah. just can't, I can't even grocery shop anymore these people yeah. <laughs> i know uh mr anthony tiger <laughs> yeah uh going up against frankenberry in thunder frank and barry <laughs> frank and barry yep tony 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 and Frank. Yep. In Thunderdome, two men enter, one man leave. Can I have the dice, please? Yes, you so may. I can find out what weapons we've got. First Greg's going to roll, roll see what they got. Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. A spear with a blade on the end. That's a tiger with a spear. Sweet. <laughs> and Frankenberry gets. Oh, the chainsaw. Good for oh. uh, weapons. We have got weapons. All right, now let's roll to see if the chainsaw, chainsaw works. Chainsaw, okay. One through three, it is just a blunt instrument. Four through six, it gets one turn on spinny go, and then it's just a blunt instrument. All right, what do we got? <laughs> Four. It does. It's going to work. It's going to work. That thing's going to turn right. on for a second. That's a, so that's for Frankenberry. That's a Frankenberry with a chainsaw. Frankenberry with a chainsaw. Chain uh, overall uh, suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> strawberry fingernails. <laughs> oh. Looks How like I a, hate them. Looks like he's wearing some pink slacks and a pair of Vans. Yep. Yeah. Tony the Tiger's nude. He looks high out of his mind. He yeah. does. <laughs> not very bright. Tony the Tiger's wearing nothing but nothing a bandana. Nothing but a handkerchief. Yeah. 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 But he is not self-conscious about it at <laughs> no, all. No, no. Probably Arms because of his upper body. It's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So what? he's got Tony the Tiger's got a spear. Yeah. And uh, Frankenberry's got a working chainsaw. Right. Um, well, chainsaw that works the once. The right. once. So it's working. They're in Thunderdome, right. and the bell dings. Bing! That's the fight. Bell. Right. Now, right off the bat, I want to say those heavy chain suspenders are going to slow down Frankenberry <laughs> a little bit. I think bit. Frankenberry's a little, like, he's a little kind of clumsy-esque. I mean, yeah. look at him. He looks a little stone. He's cross-eyed. He's not like, I feel like his hand-eye coordination is fine. I mean, he's he's... He's gotten this far, yeah. But he he's is. also not one that I feel can confidently handle a large machine like a. No, yeah. I picture him like you know, like the end of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, a lot of he's the, like flailing around. Yeah, he yeah. hit his own leg. Leather and a face. Lot of flailing around. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's going to be his first move. Okay, because <laughs> he knows <laughs> that he's flail in... around and chop off one of his legs. <laughs> not off, just a, no. You know, oh, just a little nick. Yeah. yeah, but he knows it's that he's in a life or death fight. <laughs> he knows he's in a fight, and he knows that. 
he needs to do something because yeah. yeah. he's fought a lot of people up to this point. But I <laughs> right. feel like he's like doesn't know what to do. Right now he's thinking, how am I going to fit this tiger into my head so I can blow it out of the fucking yeah. weird steam thing, which is what he's done with every other opponent. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, maybe I'll chop him up. Yeah. yeah. Now, he is a Frankenstein-y thing, so yeah. he's like lumbering and retired, but he's very strong, Yes, we would assume. Yeah. He's like really stupid in the commercials, too, isn't he? I like so. I made, of, I made of dead things or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. actually does Well, that, they put that on the box. <laughs> that was yeah. the... <laughs> That sounds like right? something. That's why say. they didn't sell. The kids were too scared. I don't want to eat dead well, th- things. This is clearly made of dead things. <laughs> hey, kids, eat me. I'm made of dead things. Uh, we'll have uh, sugar crisps instead. <laughs> I'm, made of, I'm made of dead corpses and strawberry fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> so they're my two main flavors. <laughs> you know your loved ones? <laughs> I'm made of them. <laughs> All right. So Sony the Tiger. Got a spear. He's very athletic. Very I feel athletic. like Frankenberry's coming at him, fla- uh, chainsaw a flailing, yeah. mm-hmm. and Tony the Tiger's going to very easily disarm him with his spear. Like, right. like pa pa pa. You're that's on the fucking ground. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he does a thing where like he he takes the the butt end of the spear and puts it through like you know how there's like the handle on a chainsaw. Yeah. He puts it through the the handle <laughs> and then flicks it up and then it, it goes fucking flying and mm. sticks into a wall or something. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, I think it's a pretty sweet move. I think it's a nice agile move that a yeah. tiger would make yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> in the wild mm-hmm. although there are no walls in thunderdome so i let's say it hits the side turns off falls to the ground useless sure. all right yeah or sticks in a spectator I yeah oh, i'm into that yeah 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 maybe yeah. snap 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 crackle or pop i don't yeah. know someone, <laughs> someone like that uh-uh. just all straight through all three of them zoom, zoom, zoom. yeah yeah <laughs> they're spectators for this one yeah. they died didn't they we killed them yeah early. they're all dead all right. everybody's dead all dead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Tony okay. so Tiger's got the upper so hand. So Tiger with a spear, uh, Frankenberry with a nothing. With nothing. Yeah. yeah. But he yeah. does have his chain, his chain suspenders. Yeah. And his freakishly strawberry infused yeah. strength. Yeah. <laughs> and also his uh, pink butt head. Right. Okay. <laughs> so now Frankenberry is upset because he's lost his one chance that he had to win. So let's sure. say he lunges at him. Yeah. Uh, he might go into you know. Yeah. 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 Can, you know, rage out. So he's running at Tony the Tiger. Maybe he's thinking he's going to strangle him with one of his uh, chain suspenders. I think so. Then what happens? Well, I think Tony... Maybe he takes the chain off and he dangles it around like a shoestring. (laughs) (laughs) And his tiger instincts kick in. What's that? His kitty cat instincts are too much. (laughs) Overtakes him. Yeah. Just for a second. Uh. Um, Does he fall on his back and like bat? He he totally does. (laughs) And uh, but I don't know, like because I feel that's like very that's a very clever thing for mm. a Frankenberry to come up with. Fair enough, Maybe but I don't know. I think he does. Okay, I think, yeah, I have for but sure. I don't think Tony's uh, guard is let down for too long. No. So what no. happens in this moment? I think he loses the spear. Okay, um, busy trying yeah. to catch that catch that string. Yeah, 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 yeah. He throws the spear. Yeah, he's like, I gotta get. And then it. what? Yeah, now we're just hand to hand combat. Okay. Based. Yeah. Uh, so Tony the Tiger quickly realizes that he's acting a fool. Yes. Gets back up. Frankenberry, like, I don't think, has this, enough Anthony. time to do any damage here. What do you think? Uh, maybe he gives him a couple of stomps when he's on the ground. Like, I think to g- he gets what him it, on the ground with the string. And then, he's got to do something. Then sure. let's say he, as soon as Tony the Tiger lets his guard down, he stops playing with it and then just whips him, whips one. him with a oh, chain. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. But Nobody that's, likes a good chain whipping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that snaps Tony the Tiger out right. and also hurts him a little. Yes. It, yeah, okay. it hurts him. Where does it hit him? I think it hit him in the face. Yeah, right. Oh, hit him right in the face. He's right. looking at it. He's right. looking at it. Yeah. Chain to the face. Chain ah. to the face. Yeah. He's 
now snapped out, yep. jumps up. And he's I, angry as shit. He's angry yeah, shit. that'll piss off a tiger. Yeah. So he tears Frankenberry. <laughs> That's typically how I do it. Tears so. Frankenberry into a million pieces now. Like, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah, because he's going to go mental an, now. Yeah. And um, now, okay, so he was on the ground with the chain and his kitty cat uh, <laughs> tendencies were activated. Now he snapped out, mad his brutal tiger tendencies are he's gonna go right. the opposite yeah di- away mm-hmm. on the dial i think what he's gonna do i think what he does because there's a lot of head on that uh, frankenberry pink butthead i think what he does is uh much like a kitty he latches his front paws onto the head gets like a good fucking hold of that Ooh, and then with the, the back paws kicks. does that like does that disemboweling kind of oh, like oh uh, yeah I rippy, rippy 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 thing yeah to the, uh, just to opens the, up the stomach oh it just yeah. opens it up yeah. and strawberries fall strawberry out. intestines <laughs> everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yep it's a delicious massacre i'll add also because the head is so big and i've watched uh i watch a really is this head supposed to be like the top of a strawberry is that like why they maybe have that's a butt head for but, yeah, um, I watched this thing about a woman stuff. who had a, uh, a oh, cougar yeah. as a pet, and what the cougar did when it finally attacked her one day was clamped down on the head and just went and sucked all the blood and brain juice out of her head. So we're gonna go with the uh, rabbit kicks to the stomach to yeah. open up his belly to let it all strawberries out, out, and then just. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it just, uh, just just opens up the skull, yeah, just, which just looks pretty, pretty and it's gonna head. take a good goddamn long time. Just bites down on that head and just. Yeah. Sucks his eyes out, <laughs> and then the ghosts of yeah. Snack, Crackle, yeah. and Pop are like, "How is he?" And he goes, "He's, He's great." great. <laughs> Fair enough. That's our winner. There we go. The champion Tonight, of folks. breakfast is Tony the Tiger. Yeah. I guess it probably seems clear now with twenty twenty hindsight, but yeah, it is the only way to find out for sure. Yeah, yeah. the age old question. Well, there was a lot of dark horses, <laughs> so. It, 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 it could have went many a number of ways. A lot I just of different think ways. I, Tony I, the Tiger. There was definitely a period where I was feeling really strong about Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Yep. Yeah, there, there was a period where it was all I could think about. <laughs> I <laughs> so, was having dreams, yeah. nightmares. I'm glad this is laid to rest. I just yeah, think yeah. Um, Tony the Tiger, oddly enough, is the most, almost, you could say one of the most athletic of the car- cartoon Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. his he's cereal. Built, he's always playing baseball. But yeah, his yeah. cereal is just sugar on cornflakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No question. Yeah, not Delicious. really good for you. No. He's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a tiger. He never said Who they're good for you. He said they're great. That's yeah. right. And they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine he was spitting them out after every take of those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Get this trash out of my body. Where I'm are my Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. He's such a diva. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got all kinds of things uh, yep. planned coming up for yeah. uh, the cage matches. Yeah. Totally. There are some things. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. soon. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe immediately. Probably. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Well, uh, that's it, though. That's, yeah. that's the end of our day. It's the end of episode 101. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to find more See You Next Wednesday stuff, you can always go to modernsuperior.com. Listen to our back episodes. There is yeah. a new Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas Hell as yeah. of yesterday. Keep an eye on Modern Superior for that. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, Time Bandits on there. Faculty of Horror have mm-hmm. a recent episode that just went up. Yep. Tons mm-hmm. and tons of stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm keeping up on my music posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, more more are there. Yeah, I'm going to start uh, uh, making a concerted effort to write more, which I have sort of fallen off the face of the earth writing-wise. Likewise. I'm going to get some of that done mm-hmm. this year. Word. Mm-hmm. This yeah. year. And then hit us Save up on Twitter. Again, let us know what you think of RoboCop. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of Greg's breakdown of Winter's Tale. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? Breakdown. Anyone see it? Let us know. 
break no. it down. So mm-hmm. hit us up at SYNWPC on Twitter yeah. and Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Yeah. 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 Do that. Do yeah. every one of those things. And as we revealed that we recorded these on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I know this is Wednesday for you listeners, but today is Tuesday and it's my wife's birthday. I just want to say happy birthday. Hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday. She listens to our episode. She's a deer. Yeah. yeah. Totally. She's yeah. a deer. Like she's, she's a deer. literally I a deer. A deer. Yeah. 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 Uh <laughs> You should see her in headlights. (laughs) (laughs) Scared as fuck. Yeah, she has no idea what's going on. (laughs) Uh, I hope you're enjoying listening to this at work, not working. (laughs) (laughs) Wicked. Well, Athena and everybody else, all of our listeners, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. Fuck Gene. And get out there and grab life by the short and goofies. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.